All right. So they're still, like, demolishing the house next door, so I don't know how this is going to go. But every fucking morning at 8 a.m., they got a big old bulldozer next door just fucking beep, beep, beep. And you know it's fucked up, so they're not allowed to start demolishing or digging or anything until 8 a.m., but you know what those motherfuckers do? Oh, you hear it? They turn on the tractor at like 7.30 to warm her up. Yeah, they're not doing any work, but it's still rumbling and bumbling and stumbling, goddammit, through my window. <sighs> so this is what I live with now. It's fine, but I apologize if you hear some background noise. It's annoying. I admit it. Should we call the brand? Da? Let's see what she's up to. Bing bong boom. So annoying. Tractors are so uh. What's up, dude? Oh, man. They're still freaking demolishing this house next door, which is super I can hear fun. It. It's so annoying. How so, yeah, I'm going to be hitting this mute switch a lot. How long um, does it take to knock down a house, I wonder? It t longer than it should, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you just like take a crane and like put a wrecking ball on it and just like hammer it down. It should should take a day, really, you know? That's what I thought. I mean, they they knocked the actual house down pretty quickly, but now it's taking a while to get like the foundation ripped up and whatever. They sent over a note saying, Hey, listen, we're gonna build a basement six feet from your property line. And we're like, Oh, I don't know if we want that. Can we fight is that, that? Is that legal? I don't know, but like can we fight that at City Hall? I think you. I think you should look up the rules for sure. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to look up the rules. Cause in in Tennessee, you can't build any closer than a hundred feet to your property line or something. Well, this is Los Angeles, where I know. I'm just saying there are top. rules. Yeah, I know. How you doing? I mean, pretty good. Can't complain, you know. Yeah. What were you yeah. doing? What were you doing this morning? Hanging this beautiful white curtain that's hanging behind me. Yeah. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, I steamed it this morning. What's the um, secret to steaming? Because I steamed mine and mine's still wrinkly. I mean, I think I think the secret to steaming is for it to like be against a hard surface. So you really have to like press it up against the wall as you go. Yeah, but the problem that I have is I have like this soundproofing behind oh, me. Oh, that's why. So, well, it looks good. I think our set is finally starting to look good. We're getting there. You got your new microphone on. Do you have your new camera in? I don't. No? All right. Well, I so. feel like this one looks pretty good. Looks fine. Looks fine. Looks great. <laughs> but I'm I'm still working on the camera aspect. I just feel like when I see our little video clips on Instagram, I'm looking just as clear as you. I know. I'm really annoyed too because for whatever reason, my audio is like never matched up on our videos. Oh yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. So I've complained to people. <laughs> to well, people. So there's some, someone's heard about it. So the podcast gods have gotten an earful. Yeah. So we're going to... Um, we're going back to our original. We were using this program called Riverside, which I'm not sure if I'm I'm into. You paid I, a lot of money for it. We're just not going to use it. I paid a lot. Well, I'm going to ask for my money back because my Ooh. audio doesn't match up. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now we're, we're going to go back. We're going back to Skype. We're going back yeah. to this because this was great. You know? you know we're the only people that still use Skype, right? Yeah, I know, but Skype is free. Mm. There's no time limit on how long we can do it for. Like that's a, that's the problem with Zoom is it's always like your hours almost up, and you're like, fuck, okay. That's because we're cheap and don't pay for Zoom. Yeah, but I pay for the other one. That's what I should do. I should just pay for like the best Zoom. Yeah. Maybe that's what I do. Yeah. 
Anyways. What have you been doing? Not a whole lot. I, uh, actually, that's not true. I've been doing a lot. I, we, so we just did the, I, I assume everyone knows why, like, all of Bachelor in Paradise people were together recently. For the reunion show or whatever? Yeah, so we filmed yeah. that. And let me just say, boy, oh boy, is it dark. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, shit. It's a tough one. I'm not going to lie uh, to you about it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. All right? Really? There is some, I don't know how much they're going to keep in, but man, there was some sadness out there. Damn. There was some anger. Well, I feel like, what's the girl Michael was dating in the beginning? Uh, Sierra. I feel like Sierra is going to have some some feelings about Michael not necessarily being ready with her, but was ready for Danielle. Yeah. Just judging on the way this week ended, I have a feeling Rodney is going to have some feelings. Yeah, Rodney's going to have some feelings. And from what I've seen on Instagram, I think Johnny is going to have some feelings. This one was, first of all, it took us so long to film. So long to freaking film. Because there's just so many people on the beach. We've got to cover so many stories. I say it's dark, but it's also juicy. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get everything. So I did that, and then we all like went out afterwards, got wasty faced. Real fun. And then yesterday, I- Sarah went to her. We went to her uh, squished premiere, and mm-hmm. it was really cute. It was at um, a movie theater in the mall. So all these kids went and watched the first episode in the movie theater, and they were all cute. really excited. So yeah, that's it. Love that. I feel like next year I need to plan on being there for the Bachelor in Paradise reunion. It was so funny because I was talking to a bunch of the audience members. Someone was like, hey, you need to get Brandy on the show. (laughs) I don't know if I can do that. And they're like, why? And I was like, well, because you have to go on The Bachelor. You know, you have to like do one of those shows before you get to come to Paradise. You can't just like skip the line. And they were like, you know, if anyone can get her on, it's you. And I was like, that's actually not not true. I know. So, do you want to go on Paradise one year? I would go. You would? I would have to cover my ass because I have cellulite, unlike all these other girls, but yeah. The secret is you just wear a really skimpy bikini and they black box you. I've actually thought that before. There have been a couple of people. The one I can really remember is Ashley's sister got to go. Like, yeah, what? That's very true. You know? And then um, Demi. Demi's, Demi's girlfriend, yeah. Yeah. So, like, there have been some exceptions to there the have rule. Been. I'm happy to... Go to bat for you and get you on the show. I think that the schedule would annoy you and you'd be like, guys. Oh, for sure. Leave me the fuck alone. I want to sleep, you know. Oh, for sure. And like me with no air conditioning is just like asking for yeah. misery, you know, misery. Here's here's what I think. Hear me out here. Let me just produce my own segment here. Okay, perfect. Bring me in for um, like, you know how the one year, maybe it was last year they did like the prom type party or whatever. Yeah. Bring me in for something like that. Have me be the like guest DJ. Mm-hmm. And then then twist. One of the guys is like, well, can I ask Brandy on a date? And one of the guys asks me on a date, even though I'm like not technically there to date. I'm there to DJ. But like some hottie asks me out and I'm like, fuck, yeah, I want to go on a date. And right. then I get a couple episodes in where I go on a date and have a little uh, little situation. And then I can bail if it sucks. The problem is I like that. The problem is, is one, the music's going to be an issue because you got to pay. You for know what? That. I talked to my manager about this, and he yeah. said it's actually not as big of an issue as you would think. We try to sing happy birthday, and we can't get that, I think. Well, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. He Ryan Ryan was talking about other TV op. He was like, it's actually like not as hard as you think, and we give a lot of music away for like basically free just for the promotion. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. 
All right, well, I'll pitch it. But I do think that, like, if you want to have, like, an actual... Uh, coming in late and doing that, one, you're confined to, like, the, the guys who are single at that moment. You want to be there kind of in the beginning so you get to meet everybody, so you actually have an opportunity to make a meaningful But, you know, sometimes I think... It's the opposite. Like, think about Eliza. She came in so late. Yeah. Rodney breaks up with lace for her, you know? Like, there's always going to be a couple of people that are just dating people to stay on yeah. to see who's coming. And then Eliza's over here with, like, two great guys fighting over. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll pitch it. I'll go I'll go talk to the peeps uh, high up at uh, ABC, and I'll see if I can get you on there. Let me know. It's a, it's a bummer. Alon's not still there. I'd be a shoe in That's very true. But He loves me. He does love you, but he's doing some other show. He's doing like some cougar show. Oh, uh, that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a bunch of like older women dating young guys, and it's gonna. It's like we do a we do promo for it in the after show. So oh, okay, I have to keep an eye out. Yeah. So um, all right. Too bad Tish can't go on that show. No kidding. She Tish would be kill. perfect on that. Is does Tish have a boyfriend? Oh. Huh. I plead the fifth. Wow. <laughs> Not to get too personal, but is your dad engaged? Because it seems uh, like that on Instagram. Yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like that a lot. Like, <laughs> it's like those pictures uh, of, like, your, her hands up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would say if you're interested in, in that tea, uh, give Reddit a, a good search. Oh, no. There's a Cyrus Reddit thread. There's there's some tea on Reddit. That's for sure. Oh, man. I, Reddit's a very, very dark place. It's so dark. All right. Um. Should we start the show? Oh, yep. Forgot yeah. about that. Mm, it's me or you. Maybe you. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. So, I mean, we started talking about Bachelor in Paradise, but really it was just about getting Brandy on, which I like this idea. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, the clock is ticking, honey. I'm 35. That's true. <laughs> Give me on there. <laughs> That's true. Next season. But Michael's 38 and Danielle's like 33 or something like that. So I think Danielle's mm. close to my age. Might yeah. be a little younger. Um, but I think it's oh, it sucks that it's this way, but I do feel like it's a bit different for guys. Yeah, I agree. But also, uh, not to like wrong reasons it, but like you come in with a little more cachet than everybody else would, you know? True. Yeah. So like, yeah, you might be a little bit older. 
you're not like a personal trainer at Equinox. Right. <laughs> no, I'm not. So, <laughs> yeah, you got a little more True. to offer. Uh, I like to think so. Yeah. And also, like, you know, they always say, like, if you want to see what your uh, what your wife is going to look like, you know, when you get older, look at your mom, look at their mom. And boy, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Taste the dish. Could you imagine if, like, I got into some sort of crazy, crazy shit and they had to call my mom in to come make a guest appearance? Oh, my oh, God. That would be great. It would be great. Great TV. Yeah, we got to get you on just for, like, a hometown. <laughs> just for a hometown. <laughs> just purely <laughs> to get my mom on screen, honestly, is yeah. what we're going for here. One of your sisters. That would be funny, too. I can't see Miley doing it, but I could see Noah doing it and being like, <laughs> let's say the guy's name's like, Gary like all right Gary can we go chat and then she like brings him over to like an altar where there's like a candle lit and it's like very very dark and sad and she's like you know that <laughs> life is fleeting right and life means nothing right it's like Jesus Christ you're dark <laughs> that would definitely scare them away also yeah. would never date someone named Gary so cool 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 what's wrong with Gary that's so nerdy I know this is the first thing that I came up with uh bachelor in paradise this episode this is episode 12 why was there only one this week? Because of the election on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I respect that. They don't want to distract the voters. Yeah. So like we've, it. we've got two more episodes next week. So that gets us to 13 and 14. And then we've got a two-night finale, which is 15 and 16, I believe. And is that does that include the reunion show or is that yes. after? The, oh, it does. Mm-hmm. That is a lot to fit into just two episodes, I feel. The reunion show is going to be exhausting, but it is pretty crazy. And there are some funny moments, too. But about this episode, what were your thoughts? My first thought, I don't want to say Kate sucks, but Kate kind of sucks in this episode. She doesn't seem great. Kate, like, what are you doing? Okay, I've always liked Kate, actually. And I think one of the things I, I like about her is, like, I can relate because she is, like, around my age. I think she's, like, a year younger than me. Here's the thing, Kate. It's not a bad thing to care about wanting someone that can provide for you and that you don't write that you're not like their sugar mama. Like that's not a bad thing. I can relate to that. I don't want to take care of someone either. I can provide for myself, but it would be really nice to have somebody that can also provide. However, if that's how you feel and you knew Logan couldn't do that off the jump, you shouldn't have led the guy on. Cause right now, like the guy is let on, like the guy thought you were head over heels, like fully in and now you're stringing him along and saying it's purely because he doesn't make enough money. And I just feel like that sucks. So the problem that she has with Logan is that Logan isn't established career-wise. Mm -hmm. And she is, mm -hmm. right? She can take care of herself, and she wants a man that also can take care of himself and take care of her. The blatant hypocrisy of it all is you don't have enough money to take care of me because I don't want to work anymore. I'm tired of it. And I want you to do it. That's kind of the subtext, right? Mm -hmm. It's time for someone to take care of me. But the funny thing is, is that like what you are saying you don't like about him is that like he's not established, he doesn't work, is what you want for yourself to be not established and not working anymore, which is bonkers. I could see that. Yeah, I can see that angle. I just wish she'd been up front in the beginning about how important that is to her. You know what I mean? Oh. I just don't think it's fair at all to Logan. I'm always amazed that like they don't realize that they're on camera when they're doing their makeup. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever been to the hairdresser? That's where women talk oh, the yeah. most shit. Yes. Of course we're filming there. Absolutely. 
absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, the one line she says is so funny to me is she's like, Hayden has six figures lying around to just spend on Rambo. He's got money. We love that. I'm listen, I'm guilty of saying that in those exact words. Oh, he's got money. We love that. I yeah. love that for me. You know what I mean? Like we love that. Yeah. And that's fine at your age. It's like, I get it. It's totally fine to want that. I just think you led Logan on and I think you're being a bitch about it. Yeah. She doesn't look right. No. And then what else? Like the whole, I guess you have the whole like Eliza issue. I know. I mean, That's just, the biggest issue, I think, of the whole episode. I mean, if she was running for office, all her opposition would be calling her a flip-flopper. Mm-hmm. It's not sticking to, a mess, to, to the message here. I think that from my perspective, it's almost like she didn't want to disappoint everyone on the beach because everyone loves Rodney so much. Mm-hmm. Thinks that Justin's edgier and probably like just sexier in general, but like Rodney's like really the guy you should settle down with. Mm-hmm. I just wish that she would have just chosen a lane and rolled. Mm-hmm. Now it's so weird when she like goes out of paradise to go get him. Very strange. I don't First like- of all, he just left the night before. Was he really all the way back in Baltimore? No, I don't think so. I think I Right? Like, yeah. so why not just bring him back to the beach? I just didn't understand that. Because he'd already come back. Like, I, I know, I know. Yeah, they should have just filmed her going to his hotel room. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like leaving the world. The world we live in is paradise. Don't We can't leave there. Mm-hmm. I just think Justin, and I could be totally wrong, but one of the other girls, the, one of the other cast members said it best. It was like, what Eliza doesn't know is that she was not Justin's first choice, right? Like, yeah. he came down to the beach, he's dated several girls, and, like, it just, to me, looked a little skeezy that he came back and set his sights on Eliza. To me, it was like, that was his golden ticket to, like, stay and get back on the beach. And it's, like, unfortunate that she kind of can't see that, but I just think it's, like, one of the like we've all done it like girls love a bad boy yep. right like you always want what's bad for you and that's just so awful and all the other girls can see Rodney's better for her and that you know like Victoria was cracking me up in her little interview she was like um I want Eliza to choose whoever is going to make her happiest but it's Rodney <laughs> you know what I mean like everybody else can see that he's the right choice that he he like is so invested in that she was his number one and and she is just blinded by the bad boy vibes that it is Justin. I know. And is he like such a bad boy or like, is he have like a good beard? I mean, he's like a little bit of a player. He's very attractive. He has a great beard. We love that. Um, and I think just like having like this hot guy, that's also a hot commodity, like come down and just be like, I'm here for you to someone like Eliza who's younger. And like, I think she's kind of sad. Like, I'm just not used to like being liked by multiple guys. It's just, you know, she just is I don't know, like deer in the headlights about it, which is unfortunate because it's obviously not going to go well long term. It does seem like Rodney is like this sad sack and really, really heartbroken and everything. And I know this is no consolation in the moment, but I was like, Rodney, this is the best thing that could ever happen to you. And he's like, how so? (laughs) The entire universe is going to love you. Oh, Oh, one girl doesn't like you? Okay, how about 40 billion? How about that? How about 40 billion people like you compared to one? Mm-hmm. You're going to be just fine, buddy. Yeah. So, and then what else happened? You rode a donkey that you were absolutely too big for. I know. But I love that donkey. His name is Philemon. <laughs> Jeez. He was such a good donkey. You're insane. He was very easy. I, so I'm a big donkey guy. Remember, I told you this a while ago when after we filmed, big donkey guy. Horses, mm-hmm. you can't maneuver them. They don't, <laughs> they yes, don't listen. Can. They don't listen. They always stopping and shitting and pissing everywhere. But let me tell you oh what, donkeys, they're like, where do you want to go now? Okay. 
clop, 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 clop. They were great. Love um, that for you. I really handed up on the running on the cobblestones of like really going like, like that. Oh, I know. With your little hat. It yeah. was very cute. It's great. Great stuff. Great moment. Yeah. Obviously, it's a ripoff of the Chris Harrison date in Palm Springs where he's mm-hmm. like kind of always there and like third wheeling it. That's the whole bit. Obviously, we've stolen that from before, but also we're always stealing old bits to revive them because there's only so many things you can do. Yeah. But I thought a- it was great. It was a fun day. There is some subcontext there that like I think that a lot of the audience doesn't really realize. So when I first started doing the show, I lived in Sayulita and they would send a car for me whenever they needed me. Now I live on set just because it's like they just use me a whole lot more. But the joke was with the crew was that I was the mayor of Sayulita because I had so much downtime that like I would just be like in the town. So everyone got to know me. I knew every bartender. I knew every dance club. I knew all the the surf teachers, the coffee shop, everyone. Like every, so when crew would come down, they would be like, Wells, where should we go? And I'd be like, oh, and I'd show them around. And they'd be like, you fucking know everybody here. I'm like, I live here for a month every year. So that was the bit was like trying to show that like I was the mayor of Sayulita, but mm-hmm. not really. They were so cute. I'm really glad they kept in our conversation on the beach at the end. Yeah. Wasn't sure if they were going to. Because I feel like this whole season I've just been kind of funny guy and not like a lot of good advice guy. Mm-hmm. Where they've cut a lot of that. And so that was nice. Uh, and they look they look really cute. Oh, they're so freaking cute. Yeah. I mean, I guess the cat's out of the bag. Now we can finally kind of circle back and talk mm. about it. You can cut it if we shouldn't. Okay. Um, but it was funny to me when you were like, yeah, and like you, you can come to the wedding, yeah. you know? And what's funny is they were at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they kept that part in because that became because of that. like a story with reality Steve. They picked up that like they were there. Well, I, you know, who knows if they were there together? Yeah. Who knows? And they were both there, you know? They were both invited to the wedding. Yeah. Which a lot of people at the, in the cast were very upset that they did not get the invite. But I you know. know. It was a hot ticket. It was a tough ticket to get, you know? I know. Tough I t- do. We're on the, the home stretch here. Home stretch. Yeah, it's going to be good. I don't, is there anything? Was there anything else that was like... Oh, know? Aaron and Genevieve oh, yeah. had the, the I love you talk or whatnot. Yeah. Aaron kills me. He's like, like I was, I thought the same thing as Genevieve. Like I thought he was trying to be funny by scaring her. You know, he was like, I was just in the heat of the moment. And like, it seemed like he was going to take it back. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know and then he's like I am in love with you and it was like oh that's so cute but haha you got me and he's like what what I didn't mean to get you <laughs> Aaron and I do I hope they keep it in Aaron and I do a really funny thing in the reunion that I think people are really gonna like I love that guy I always liked Aaron here's what I'm gonna say about Aaron and Genevieve I think they're perfect for each other now regardless of what happens with them I think they're perfect for each other, and I'll tell you why. They have such good chemistry. They have a lot of passion and fire and stuff. Mm-hmm. And where they lack with each other is communication. Right. But the truth of the matter is, is that both of them have trouble communicating with everybody. When you talk mm-hmm. to them, you're like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. They're both just kind of, kind of wackadoos. I'm married now, and of course I'm so in love with my wife and everything, but... That doesn't mean that, like, we are exactly perfect with everything. Right. A marriage or a relationship or whatever, you're always working on something and, like, also, like, accepting the challenges that you have in a relationship. But if you have, like, a couple things that are really, really important, which is, like, a lot of passion, a lot of fire, that goes a long way. And I think communication is something that's obviously very important, but something that people can work on very easily with 
a therapist or something like that. Sure. Yeah. I just love those two crazy kids and I want them to be together forever. I know. I really like them together a lot. Yeah. All right. Is that enough, Batch? I think I think so. Dude, have you ever gone to a chiropractor? Yeah, I have. You have? We talked about this last week. I know. I'm, I've always been scared of the chiropractor because I feel like you're just one snap away from being paralyzed. But my <laughs> neck is so bad that I am going now okay. to one. And I yeah. am so scared. No, it's fine. I see those videos on TikTok. They, it seems very aggressive. It's not. It's going to be scary. The sounds are scary. Maybe put your AirPods in and like listen to some music. So no, you can't I can't hear the, the snap, crackle, and pop. I'm going to feel it. Oh, man. Anyway, so I'm going to have a full report back after going to go see this doctor. Can't wait. Is he a doctor? Yeah. Are they? I think. I don't think so. I don't think you go to medical school for this. I think you go like it's like a seminar at like no. Tampa. No, I think you have to have some sort of medical credential. <laughs> I don't know. You got to take freaking anatomy and shit. I don't know. You got to know what's going on in there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. My favorite is when they um, pull your legs and pop your hips. Oh, yeah. Like, get, get your hips right. Oh, it's the best. No, I still get my, my neck needs to be fixed, dude. I'm over here like a stone figure. Um, you are you are looking a little hunched. Dude, little hunched I, I, my posture is just Ms. I mean, no one's as good anymore. Like, we're all like on our phones I like know. this all the time. I need to sit like this. I know Halloween's kind of over, but just something I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Heidi Klum mm-hmm. and her costumes. Am I the only one that thinks that Heidi Klum's costumes suck every year? Yeah, I feel like people think she's pretty good. No, I know. She's like always regarded as like the best. And I, it, to me, it's like you are such a tryhard. You're trying way too hard for this. Did you see her costume this year? Well, I don't think so. What was it this year? She was a giant worm. And then like oh. some guy was like a fisherman. Look it up. Let's look up Heidi Klum costume. Oh, God, what? It's just, so then she was, like, crawling around the ground all night, and it's just, you try too hard, dude. Here's the thing about costumes. If you have an unlimited amount of money to spend on something, of course you can look fucking awesome, but that's kind of not what Halloween is. Halloween's about being, like, clever. This is disgusting. It's too much. It's It's way too much. Every year, it's too much, and I'm like, I, you just spent thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, I don't even understand why it's clever. It's not clever. Yeah. You're just a worm? I don't love the worm. I don't love the worm either. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just, I just need her, need her to pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, okay. Anyways, uh, you got some favorite things, bro? Do I have some favorite things, bro? Mm, I, I have to. Okay. I just don't think I've watched anything, like, new. Right. Good. I think I'm, st- like, not any, like, oh, the first episode of a new series type thing. Manifest is back. Did you watch any of that? I saw. I haven't started it yet. Have you? We watched a little bit of it last night. And? Great. I mean, you, it's, get, it's, you hate it? No, it's Manifest is great. I feel like you didn't love Manifest last season. Or, like, I thought, I think you were ha- kind, hating on a little. I don't, not hating on it. I kind of fell off a little bit. But uh, mm-hmm. Sarah loves it. And so I'm just there supporting. You know, I'm the supportive king over here. But no, it's good. And I think this is the last season. So, like, there yeah, is an is. ending in sight, and I'm great with it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to jump on that. I uh, am caught up on Handmaid's Tale, which I know you're not into. But I was talking to my mom about it because my mom never loved the show. I think it was just, like, a little too dark for her. She's more of a rom-com gal. Like, she doesn't really like these dark dramas the way I do. But I convinced her to get back onto it just because I think, like, if anybody out there started watching it and it was too dark for them, 
in the first season or two, I think you could come back to it and not, I don't think you really necessarily need to have seen all the seasons as long as you kind of know the premise because now it's not filmed in Gilead anymore. Like spoiler alert. So if you do want to watch it and you're not cut up, you know, maybe skip ahead 30 seconds, but now they're in Canada. You know, June has escaped Gilead. She's in Canada with her husband and her one daughter. Um, and so now, and so is Serena. Serena is out of Gilead too. And so now it's like more set in Canada. It's not so much about like the hangings and the rape and all those like really dark scenes that are really hard to watch. Um, and just more about like the kind of the fight against the society. And, you know, um, June is still trying to get her, her first oldest daughter out or whatnot, but it's still just so good. And the acting is just phenomenal. The actress that plays Serena, they, they, there was a scene a couple weeks ago, like a pregnancy scene, she like has a baby in a barn and it is insane and it's just the acting's just so good it's unreal so i don't know if you fell off of that one i feel like you could get back onto it because it's it's a great show worth the watch all right i did do love is blind season three i had a hard time getting into this season here's my problem with it and i'm friends with the producer and one of the, of the show so i hate to like kind of bad mouth it but it's dumb because love is not blind like this i no. you can't do it there's always one person that like comes out and is like, oh, that, mm -hmm. that, you know, like, obviously there are some like nice relationships or whatnot, but I have some thoughts. Alexa, who's dating Brennan. Brennan seems like such a sweet guy. Water treatment engineer, super authentic, does so well at Alexa's house. But I feel like that she's going to eat him alive and I'm scared for him. You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Scared for I him. I can see that. Andrew, the guy that puts the eye drops in to make it look like he's crying. Oh my God. Could you believe that shit? I mean, what's I, I can't talk shit because I have done that, but I've done it like in a joking way, you know? Like, no, he was dead serious. De like, like, holy shit. You are a psychopath, bro. Like you. Yeah. And he's like, my eyes are dry. I love the producer being like, Hey, if your eyes are dry, your eyes are dry. And no, the, I know. The producer is sitting there being like, Oh my God, we're going to fucking destroy this guy. This is going to be great. <laughs> But what a dipshit that he thinks he's going to get away with that. Yeah. That's insane to me that you think that you're going to get away with that. Insane. Bartice, when he's having the conversation about um, reproductive rights, he was just like, oh, stranger danger, I'm, I'm in trouble. I got to get, get out of this somehow. That was pretty funny to me. Cole is a child and uh, yep. I don't know what you're doing. Also, dude. Clean your fucking house, man. What the fuck is happening? I mean, listen, I was a young 27-year-old person too, but like I didn't live in just filth and squalor like that. Ew. Hey, Colleen, are you a ballet dancer? For the seventh millionth time, you're a ballet dancer. Hey, are you a ballet dancer? We get it that you're a ballet dancer. Okay, cool, great, don't care. Raven, kind of scared of. And SK, way over his head. He is way over his head with Raven. Yep. The poor guy's like, you know, I'm going to school and like I live a different life and I've got debt, you know, and you know, I'm trying to get my master's, yada, yada, yada. And Raven's like, I'm not changing my life. This is why love isn't blind. I know. There are so many things that you need to fucking come together on for it to work. Time and place in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're 29 and have a career, and this guy's in college. What are you talking about? Not even set aside the fact that you don't even know if you want to fuck this person because you've never seen him. <laughs> Not even the most blaring thing of, like, just physical attraction to somebody. 
but also the, oh, you're still in college, so that's going to be tough. You know, it just seems ridiculous. It is. And I really think, like, season one, everybody really loved, right? Like, we loved season one, and it was, it was, it's an experiment. It's, like, interesting, but it's just, now that we're, what is the season three? Like, it's just a little repetitive and, like, a little bit, like, all right, we tried this. It was great for a sec, but. One thing I don't like about this show, and, and I'll even admit it about kind of um, the Bachelor franchise, is that they use engagements as a commodity and not as like a truly meaningful thing. And I would be very upset if the person that I married wasn't the first person I got down on one knee for. I would feel bad about that. And I think that like the person, like if I had gotten engaged before Sarah, I think Sarah wouldn't like that either. You know, mm -hmm. cheapening the act of like getting engaged. For sure. And I know what the probably the, the pitch is like on Love is Blind. It's like you don't have to get married, just get engaged and like you can dump at the, at the altar or whatnot. But uh, to me, that's like, well, that's still a very important thing about, you know, getting engaged. Mm -hmm. That's why I like Paradise, because if you want to get engaged, you totally can. We'll give you a ring and all that kind of stuff. But you can leave together, take away that thing, but also mm -hmm. still like be su a successful relationship that comes out of it. Right. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox. I, I agree. I think I said that last season on The Bachelorette. It's like I wish the girls weren't just so hung up on leaving engaged. It's like if you can leave in a great relationship and work and like move that forward with somebody, I think that's just like you're winning just as much, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing. Like you can leave together, go live together for a year and there's a world in which you can come back yeah like jared and ashley you can come back get engaged there still get the ring you know that you know if mm -hmm. you want if you if you're really pining for that neil lane diamond there's ways around that you know for sure i just don't like it's like a commodity to them it's easily bought and sold and i don't like that i think that there should be it's more important than that mm -hmm. you know what i finished that is just as fucking sad as I thought it was going to be. What's that? That show from scratch on Netflix. Did mm. you ever watch that? No, but I heard it sad. Oh, my God. It is so sad. After episode five, like, you kind of know where the where this is going, right? I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it. But it's like, by episode five, you know how this is ending. There's no, like, there's no hope that it's going to end great right but like i was still kind of hoping like the last episode wouldn't just be as sad and it was just still sad as fuck like i was like i don't cry you know but i was tearing up and i was like now i'm depressed um i cute. finally watched peripheral oh good i was hoping you had so you could tell me if it was worth it sorry the peripheral why is that yeah. words hard to say peripheral 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 the peripheral i don't think no i think peripheral right peripheral <laughs> Set in the future when technology has altered society, a woman discovers a secret connection to an alternate reality as well as a dark future of her own. The peripheral. Nailed it. Chloe Grace Moretz is in it. She's great. And Jack Rayner, I love. He, Who's that? He plays her brother, and he's like kind of like a badass ex-Marine. He's pretty fucking awesome. But he was in Sing Street. Did you ever watch the movie Sing Street? No. Oh. You would love it. It's so. Really? Oh, it's so good. Did you ever watch Once? Okay. I don't think so. You never watched Once? What is that? That's with Glenn Hansard. Glenn Hansard's a singer. He's in the Swell season. He's also in a band called The Frames, and it's him and this girl, and it's it's like a musical, but it's like a musical movie. And mm, nope, didn't see that. Whoa, dude. Okay, number one, you need to go watch Once. Okay. Okay. Write that down. Go watch it. 
It's fantastic. Okay. And then after that, you need to go watch Sing Street. Sing Street is so good. It's about this young kid who wants to impress a girl. So he starts writing music and stuff. And his, his older brother is like a musician and like really cool, knows music and stuff. And it's like teaching him about different styles of music. He does songs in like each different genre that his brother is teaching him about. And it's so cute and it's so well done. And he, the brother, is the, the older brother, uh, I think his, his name is Brennan in Sing Street. He's the older brother on Peripheral World. Got it. It's cool, man. The premise is it like takes place in like 2034. Everyone's big into like VR and it's like, you know, Ready Player One type of mm -hmm. world, right? And Chloe Moretz is kind of a badass gamer, I guess. And she and her brother are like testing out this new tech for like this new type of VR. And it's like super realistic and turns out not only is it real, but it's a way for you to be able to travel, I think... 150 years into the future, into like future London and stuff. Damn. It's like a little like Ready Player One, but then it's like a little like time traveler-y. Mm -hmm. The future is trying to like stop the past from doing this. So like people are coming to like try to kill them. And thank God her brother is a, an ex-Marine. So like he's able to like stop this stuff. It's it's great. It's pretty okay. good. Sounds I, great. I really like it. I think you will too. Yeah. Is there only one episode out or is it the whole season out? Uh, there's four episodes out right now, I believe. Yeah, Got it. the fifth one comes out on November 11th. Gotcha. I need the Y of Tears to help me out on um, what exactly, how exactly the end, uh, the finale of Tell Me Lies ended. Okay. So my mom and I were talking about this also the other night because she was very confused. I guess spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the finale, skip ahead 30 seconds. Um, so at the end of the last episode, you know, they're at um, the wedding of their, their friend's wedding or whatever. So it's like four years in the future from from the college years or whatnot. Lucy sees Steven and they start talking and then he answers the phone and it's his fiance. Mm. And he says, hello, so and so, whatever, whatever her name was. And then a, and it was like, a <gasps> like, what? He's engaged to that and that person. And I heard the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't really place who she was. And it correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, like, I, please message me and let me know what's going on here. Because I really, I really do want to mm. know. I think it's one of Lucy's maybe high school friends. Like, is it her BFF from high school? Or I feel like it's somebody very close to Lucy. And we obviously don't have any idea how mm. Steven knows her or gets together with her. But to me, it seems mm. like that's what's going on. And my mom, like, had no recollection of the girl's name whatsoever. She was like, yeah, so what? He's just engaged to some random girl. And I was like, no, I think it's somebody Lucy knows and is really close to, which is so fucking weird. So anyway, if you guys have read Tell Me Lies or, like, or maybe just paid more attention than me and know who Steven's fiance is, please message me and let me know because I do want to know. All right. I have no idea what you're talking about, but um, I know. that sounds great. <laughs> do you have anything else? The only other thing I needed to say is that, hey, Grey's Anatomy writers, how the hell can you go a whole episode with no Dr. Marsh? Like, I'm crushed. Dr. Marsh is what keeps me watching this show. Come on. A whole episode without him? You're losing me. You're losing me. I need more Dr. Marsh. Guys, where's Dr. Marsh? Paging Dr. Marsh. You're needed in, in the ER. Stat. Stat. <laughs> Voicemails? Would love to. Right, check out, see what the Y of Tears are into. I am pretty upset that no one, maybe they've messaged you, but I have seen zero messages regarding the TikTok video that's going viral of girls putting AirPods in their underwear. Yeah, I think that that might just be a you thing, which <laughs> no! is super weird. Um, I'm going to find it right now and send it to you. All right. Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Emily from Iowa. 
And your Great. podcast is definitely one of my favorite things. Thank you. I've been a listener since day one, and I absolutely love listening to you two. Um, another one of my favorite things is Audible, and I know that Brandy disagrees, but uh-huh. I think listening to books is just as awesome as reading them. Thank you. And I have to share my favorite audio book. Oh, please do. And that is The House in the Cerulean Sea. Ooh. It is so good and extra awesome as an audio book. So go ahead and give it a listen. Thanks for all your great suggestions. Have a good day. T.J. Clune, 1984 meets the Umbrella Academy with a pinch of Douglas Adams thrown in. A magical mm-hmm. island. Dangerous task. Okay. All right. I'm into that. Thank is you. it also a real book or is it only audio? I think it's a real book, too. Okay. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Hi, Wells and Brandy. Yo. My name's Caroline, and hey, Caroline. I just want to let you all know my new favorite thing mm-hmm. is fall. Mm-hmm. So I'm from New Orleans, and I just moved up to Boston for grad school. Yeah. So it is turning crisp it's like red leaves most beautiful thing in the world i now get the hype still don't like pumpkin spice but love and fall another one of my new favorite things okay. is the graphic audiobooks Ooh. on audible specifically for the sarah j mass uh, series a court of thorns and roses highly recommend they're great audiobooks because they're like dramatized and there's like sound effects so good all right well i hope you all have a great day bye we're getting a lot of audiobook wrecks Two. We've gotten two. That's a lot. <laughs> two in a row. I'm um, Speaking of fall, also yeah. obviously love fall. Um, the holiday drinks are back at Starbucks. I don't know if you know that. Mm. And let me tell you what I got, what, guys, what I got yesterday. This is going to be my new favorite Starbucks drink until about. the holiday drinks go away. So I think everyone knows about the sugar cookie latte. Bomb as hell. Like yeah. it's so freaking good. Very sweet though. Um, here's what I got instead. And I liked it better. I got, I get a Misto, a cafe Misto. Get a Misto. I get it with oat milk. I'm sure almond milk's good too. Whatever milk you you know is your preference. I just think that oat milk tastes sweeter. Um, a Misto with oat milk and two pumps of the sugar cookie syrup. Oh my God. Best thing I've ever had. Just FYI. That was so boring. You don't drink Starbucks. I haven't been inside of Starbucks in 10 years. That's sad. <sighs> You're missing out. No, I, I can get coffee at my house. No, no, the sugar cookie latte is so fucking good. You know good that and, that's like 1,200 calories, right? Well, I, it's fine. Yeah, well, we don't all have farm bod, okay? The misto is actually less calories than a latte, all right. if that helps. And I only get two pumps, not four. Hey, well, hey, Brandy. My name's Nicole. Yo. Love you two both so much. Hey, Nicole. All right, here's two of my favorite things. Tell us. First. Well, yeah. I got to give you mad kudos. Okay. My kids love Best in Dough. Oh, yeah. I think them alone might give you those streaming numbers forever. They'll just keep watching it on repeat. That's so great. Please do that. Happy day. Second thing. Actually, there's three. Okay. Second thing is I'm calling you on my birthday. <laughs> oh. I found some time on my birthday driving in my car by myself on my way to my birthday brunch. Nice. And I was like, hey, I'm going to give them a shout out. First, I've been wanting to tell you guys about my third favorite thing. Which is yeah. a book. Okay. So I know Wells is super into um, Harry Potter, and it's actually a fan fiction okay. novel, Harry Potter. It's a Dramine. You need to read this. If you, if, Wells, if you don't read it, get Sarah to read it. It is life-altering. I am not lying to you. Life-altering. Okay. It is called Manacled. Manifold. And it's on, if you type it into Google, you'll find it Manacled by Shenlin Yu. Okay. okay. If you... 
get her to read this book. I promise you it'll pay off for you. <laughs> it'll pay off for you and both of your guys' lives will forever change. It's unreal. I have recommended this book to so many. I was recommended to it. All I have to say, you won't regret it. Anyways, love you both. Been following you along for about two, three years. You guys are amazing. Keep it up. Keep telling us all your favorite things. You guys give us so many things to look into. Try new things. I love it. All right. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. That was a call before she got blackout drunk. Oh, for sure. Especially at brunch. Are you kidding? Dude, brunch is a death pit. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, yeah. I love brunch. I love brunch, too, but it definitely makes for an afternoon nap. Yep. You just got to know you're napping then. All right, we got one more. Hi, Walden Brandy. Hi. I just wanted to share one of my favorite things and one of my least favorite things. Okay. Um, my favorite thing is the Play-Doh show that um, oh. Wells and Mrs. Wells, a.k.a. Sarah Highland Adams. Yeah. Book. Did uh, last year, I believe it was. That was um, really great. I watched it with my kids, and they. I have good news for you, lady. They're coming out with, I think, ten more episodes, and they all start next week. So Ooh. there's a lot, and also I didn't do. They did one episode last year, and then they've got a full season coming out this year. You can watch it on Amazon Prime through the IMDb network, but it's also on Amazon Prime. But I am in one episode. I think I'm on the finale. So yeah, you're in luck. It's coming out soon. Love it. And then my least favorite thing is mm -hmm. on Paradise, that different version of Almost Paradise in the beginning. Hmm. Um, well, can you shed some light as to why they just never did the original one instead? Um, just curious. Uh, the, the newer version is my favorite. Um, maybe I just like the OG stuff. All right, thanks. I think it's the same song. Do you know? I have no idea. Let's look up the song. So yeah, it's from Footloose. I think this is it. I have known that all my life I only needed you. Is this not it? Oh, almost paradise. When I get on I think this is the song. Okay, so this is from Footloose. It is the song, but I'm wondering if it's like... Okay, so that's a song. There is an ABC playlist soundtrack. No, it's the song. Is it? Yeah. I was thinking maybe they had somebody re-record it just so they didn't have to pay so much for it. I don't know. I think you have to pay for it no matter what. I mean, you do just pay more for it if it's yeah, maybe may, Yeah, maybe it's uh, some knockoff. I'm not really sure. I always just thought it was the, the same one. Speaking of music, do you have any? Let me check. While I'm looking for that, you know Yellowstone premieres tonight. Ooh, are you excited about that? So freaking excited! By the way, you do know that Yellowstone is a blatant ripoff of the 1995 hit Legends of the Fall. Yes, I do. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> I do know. I mean, it is it is like pound I'm for pound, sure word for common word. Common knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Just, common knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Doesn't make it any less great. True. Just, I guess my point is, if you like Yellowstone, you definitely need to go watch Legends of the Fall, starring Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, I feel like everyone's seen that, but maybe I'm wrong. I love Ali and AJ. I've played their, I've played some of their stuff on here before. They have a new song out called "With Love From" that I'm very into.
like that. I just really like the direction they've taken their music. Yeah. I've played this guy before, and I've sung his praises, this uh, this guy Josiah and the Bonnevilles, but he covered Taylor Swift's Antihero, and I got to say, I like it better than her version. Well. I just, because, it, it listen, Taylor is a re- is a very good songwriter. And like the lyrically, this song is is so good. But I just like I like this kind of like country version that he's thrown into it. And it's me, hi. I'm the problem. It's me at tea time. Everybody agrees. I stayed directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rude. Anyways, I dig on that. Nice. Yeah. You got anything else? That's all I got. What's coming up for you? I'm going to New York tomorrow for a quick 24 hours. Nice. You know what? I have not been to New York since pre-COVID. Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, it's nice weather right now. And then, um, so I'm back. I go tomorrow, back Wednesday. And then Thursday, I'm going to Sheridan, Wyoming, which I'm not familiar with. Like, I think the only part of Wyoming I've been to is Jackson Hole. So Sheridan is in the n- northeastern corner of Wyoming. So it's complete opposite of Jackson Hole. Um, and I'm going for a photo shoot for a magazine cover. I'm really excited about it. What I'm not excited about is that the high is 33 degrees on the day I'm supposed to do my photo shoot outside. So that should be interesting. But really pumped up going to Wyoming because I just love getting to go out west anytime. And then I'm back for a couple days and then I come out to LA. You got to LA? Coming out to LA. Uh, you staying with your mom? Yeah, staying with my mom. I think I said last week, I'm going to Mexico City um, with Miley for a festival she's playing and then coming back for Thanksgiving, obviously. And then Miley's birthday is also Thanksgiving week. So um, just going to have some family time. Obviously, I'm going to come see you well so we can record in person. Yeah. And yeah, get a little, get a little Alette time. Nice. Well, that's exciting. Um, I'm going up to Monterey for a couple days to go play golf at some fancy golf courses with uh, with. Bedino and my brother. Okay. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, so let's go to New York at the end of the month to go see Sarah singing the right. uh, the parade. Mm-hmm. That's what we got. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got one more. Noah Khan's got a new record out. This is a song called Homesick that I like a lot. Oh, I've heard this. It is good. Yeah. Well, we can go out on it. How about that? Perfect. Um, all right. Well, why of tears, we love you. If you want to call into the hotline, the number is 858-630-1856. Um, and we love you. We love y'all. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Okay, bye. Time so damn slow, I swear I feel my failing. I stopped caring about a month ago since then it's been smooth sailing. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.